0: (laughs) Hi, everybody, and welcome to this month's episode (laughs) of Marathon. Marathon. It's been a hot minute, hasn't it, Oscar? Yes. Since we've... Um, recorded something yeah. and it didn't help that the episode that we last recorded, um, didn't really work out. We tried some new stuff with audio and it just simply was a complete flop. I think you could say, um, so we're back at it again and we are in person cause mm-hmm. I'm back home for this weekend. So surprise, surprise. We're not on zoom yet. Maybe next time. Um but we're here to talk about the film She Devil, right mm-hmm. Oscar? Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> which came out in 1989 and this is the first like straight comedy we've yeah. seen from Meryl, mm-hmm. which I think is why it's significant. Yes. Um so yeah, do you want to talk about like why this was important at this point in her career?
1: Yeah. So if we just look back at her career, we kind of start in the late 70s early 80s she's straight drama Mm -hmm. lots of accents Mm -hmm. and so she keeps getting these super dramatic girls right Mm -hmm. um so she wants to switch it up a bit you know Mm -hmm. so she's like i can do comedy you know yeah she's like i have the range
0: she has the range
1: I've done it before in theater.
0: Yeah, for
1: sure. So she has experience with comedy. Mm-hmm. She's a funny person. I don't think maybe the average American doesn't think she's a funny person. So she wants to prove herself that she's funny, right? Right, for sure. She's like, I'm gonna take this role, and um, she does. And
0: she does, believe it or not.
1: And um, so yeah. So then we have this movie.
0: So we have this movie. Um, and this was obviously like her first comedy, and. We can talk about the like '90s as kind of Meryl's I don't know dark period. Like no, no, she wasn't flopping. She 90s. wasn't floppy by any means. It wasn't but like her
1: flop era, you know.
0: No, but if she had a flop era, it probably would be the '90s, right? Because she just like kind of I think she got typecast to the point where she was people were like she doesn't have anything new to say. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think this was her just really trying to branch mm-hmm. out and and resist that typecasting that she had been kind of subjected to. And I think we can also comment that Meryl doesn't really make these type of movies anymore.
1: No, she never makes straight comedy. Straight comedies, be dramedies, and-
0: yeah, or musical nope. with comedy elements, right? Like mm-hmm. even Into the Woods like or Mamma Mia. She
1: was still like comedic and Into the Woods, you know? No, for
0: sure. But yeah. and
1: Mamma Mia, of course, she was comedic.
0: Yeah, but we don't see her do straight comedies in the same way that we see like even like Robert De Niro, who I think we can compare as an older. You know, kind of from the same era as her. He was even in a movie, one of her early movies. The um, I think the Deer Hunter is the name of it yep. with her, and I don't think we see Meryl do the same kind of straight comedies that we see like Robert De Niro mm-hmm. do like Zac Efron and all those. Right. So this is kind of a special occasion, um, and we also pulled up some in- interviews right about mm-hmm. like. Um, Just what she had to say about this. And she did say like 10 years before this movie came out, she's like, I want to start doing comedy. So this was like a a genuine, like purposeful career move, I think Mm -hmm. on her, on Mm -hmm. her part. So let's get a little bit into the actual plot of the movie itself. So Meryl plays who, Oscar?
1: Uh, Mary Fisher. So she's a romance novelist. Yes. And she's really passionate.
0: Oh, she's so about
1: awesome. her craft
0: and in general.
1: Yes, just a generally <laughs> passionate person, and um. So yeah, so she's super successful. Yeah. And she doesn't really have a husband or anything. She's kind of independent.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. So then, this guy Bob. Bob. Bob comes along.
0: Well, honey, Bob's gonna mess things up. Huh? So
1: let's talk about Bob a little bit. So well, Bob's, let's
0: talk more about Mary Fisher. So we need to talk about Meryl's choice of like vocal inflection. Mm-hmm. Cause let's give a let's let's see let's have kind of um an impression off. So you do your impression of her and I'll do my impression of her. We should remind um the audience that we saw this movie genuinely a month ago. <laughs> so this is our best remembering. <laughs> Go ask her. Oh
1: yeah. Now, there's this one scene where she's she's talking to her publicist. Yes. We'll get to this. And she gets super angry with her publicist. Yeah. she's like, fine, fine, fine. <laughs> and that was really funny. So
0: That was really funny.
1: Fine. You see, Mary, we're only fine. doing this for your own fine.
0: Um, Yeah, she's very, like, it's very, like, wispy. Mm-hmm. And I think we commented that it's almost like Devil Wears Prada-esque, where it's like, mm-hmm. that's all. And so I think maybe, you know, she was practicing for that. So it's very, like, Bob, oh you mm-hmm. oh my gosh bob no you're too much like it's definitely very much like a facade right like it's and not this is
1: sometimes she kind of has anger like um <laughs> issues and she kind of just like her voice completely changes it completely one changes one time she's like could someone get the door please and then no one responds and she's like could someone get the goddamn door please could <laughs> somebody please get the door
0: please get the goddamn door it's actually so true and also like so then you can tell it's like definitely like mary fisher is putting on a role mm-hmm. so think mm-hmm. about this Marilyn's is doing double the amount of acting right. she is adding layers to this character mm-hmm. that i don't think anyone else would add mm-hmm. okay so there we go so we can talk about bob if you want now so bob yeah.
1: So, Bob is kind of the villain of this he's story. a
0: clown. We can say it.
1: No one likes him in this movie. No,
0: he's a big, movie. giant, fat clown.
1: Yeah. Um. So, but more importantly, we should talk about Bob's wife.
0: Bob's wife, Ruth.
1: Ruth, who is played by Roseanne Barr.
0: Yes, which, you know, is yeah. also a clown in real life now. But, right. you know, this was She's before changed. everything. Mm-hmm. This was before everything. So, we're just talking about her in this movie. Um... Um,
1: so yeah, so Roseanne Barr mm-hmm, Ruth mm-hmm. is married to Bob,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she's kind of not the best. She's yes. everything that Mary Fisher is
0: right. not. She's the movie portrays her as like kind of this just like ugly frumpy mm-hmm. housewife. Like she has this prosthetic mole, right? That mm-hmm. like Roseanne does not have. She wears these baggy clothes. She, I mean. This was like right after um, when we looked it up, like the right after the first season of Roseanne. So I think it was kind of playing on that, like
1: mm-hmm.
0: sort of stereotype that like Roseanne plays into. Um, and in general, I would say like the movie's viewpoints on like weight mm-hmm. and like beauty mm-hmm. have not aged well. And I think the way that some other aspects of the movie have. Like, her weight becomes, like, a point of issue, you know? Like, of comparison Mm -hmm. between her and Mary, which is, like, weird now. Um, So, yeah, she's, like, Bob's wife, and Mm -hmm. Bob is an accountant, right? Yep. And so, Ruth is just, like, a stay-at-home mom. And
1: they have two kids. They
0: have two kids, yeah.
1: So then they go to a party, right? Yes. And Bob meets Mary Fisher.
0: Yes. Well, Ruth accidentally spills a drink.
1: Because Ruth, like, wants to meet Mary Fisher. Yeah,
0: because she's like, I've read your books before. So she accidentally spills the drink on Mary Fisher. Mm-hmm. And um, it's just like...
1: Then then Bob comes over.
0: Yeah, and is like, oh, go uh, get some Perrier. You're so embarrassing. Was like, you're so embarrassing. And that's how he and Mary Fisher meet. Yeah.
1: So then after the party, Yeah. they literally
0: <laughs> drop such a funny Ruth
1: part. off at... At her house, yeah, and Bob at their continues house. to go with Mary.
0: Seventy miles, he so drives seventy miles to go to her to drop house, drop Mary off, and then what do you think happens? He stays overnight, mm-hmm. and and he they show- he, sh- he
1: doesn't show up till like the next morning, and-,
0: yeah. and he doesn't call Ruth or anything. Yep,
1: and Ruth is like, "What were you doing?" And he's like, "Oh, I just got a new client, Mary Fisher," <sighs> but maybe he was inclined in that way, if you know what I mean.
0: <laughs> Literally um, the worst. Um, and there, I mean, like, okay, we, we will discuss it in the costume section, but I think it's also important to note that these are the best looks we've oh, seen sure. from Meryl so far.
1: On this podcast.
0: Yeah. And it's just, every single outfit was stunning. And every yes. single outfit is, it's all like, especially t- until the end, like very breezy, light, either white mm-hmm. or pink, which Get matches her house. Yes, because... Her house is all like that. It's just Mm -hmm. very fitting into this romance writer kind of vibe. I wish
1: this was a video podcast so we could show some of those looks. But you'll have to look them up for yourself.
0: Yeah, just look up She Devil Meryl.
1: She has lots of hats.
0: Lots of hats. Lots of chiffon. Lots of of, silks. It's a really stunning, stunning, Mm -hmm. stunning costume design. So Mm -hmm. congrats to the costume designer because you did a great job. So, the next thing that we really see, the big one, is Ruth trying to make dinner for Bob and his parents, right? Because his parents yep. are coming over. Mm-hmm. And Bob, of course, couldn't be bothered to show up, like, and help. Mm-hmm. And so, she's stressed out, and the kids are everywhere. She's trying to make this dinner. And basically, like, it's a flop, right? It's a flop dinner. And... She, like, cooks
1: a rat or something. <laughs> like, a
0: gerbil. Like, one of the kids' gerbil got in there. Yeah, And so... then, he's she's like, um... Like, let me straighten it out. And then he's like, don't strain it out. Throw it away. And she, like, drops it on the floor, right? And mm-hmm. it, like, cracks everywhere. And Bob, like, screams at her in front of everyone and his parents. And he's like, you can't do anything right. And then he says in front of everyone that he regrets marrying her, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that's when Ruth loses it.
1: Mm-hmm. She She loses it. She
0: absolutely snaps
1: flies off the handle yeah
0: flies off the handle um so i think the main like impetus for this movie is bob saying that his assets are his home mm-hmm. and his family and his freedom mm-hmm. and his career yep. those four and
1: then so ruth plans to destroy each and every one of those yes
0: so true assets yes and so that's like kind of what she's doing mm-hmm. um so i mean the first one the home is pretty easy she just, like, throws, like, I don't know, hair dryers in the microwave. Yes, just, like, everything, like,
1: <laughs> you're not supposed to do, like, yeah. for the safety Forks of the house. the
0: outlet. Everything
1: like... I learned in my safety merit badge for Boy Scouts, <laughs> just, like, go against that. <laughs>
0: they should show that in Boy Scouts and say, this is what not to do. Mm-hmm. I think that they actually probably really should show the movie she does for yeah, Boy Scouts.
1: Definitely. We watched the B-movie one time for Boy Scouts, so I think this would be... Pretty appropriate
0: <laughs> you watch for movie? like
1: environmentalism or something
0: that's so funny actually <laughs> i couldn't think of a better environmentalist movie than the b movie <laughs> um okay so basically she like starts the house on fire right mm-hmm. and she is like okay well because cause then, like, by this point, like, Bob has fully moved in with Mary, right? Yeah. Like, they're, like, separated. Yeah. So she drops the kids off at Mary's house mm-hmm. and is, like, there's nowhere to stay because our house is on fire. Right. So here you go. And Mary, of course, Bob still won't take care of them. Right. So Mary is having a rough go of-
1: <laughs> Mary's she's trying her best with the kids, you know? No, she's she, trying. She generally wants, she, like, genuinely wants to be, like nice to the kids nice to so, at, not at first but she like it, she they grow on her she doesn't yes. like them but she like she knows that she has a duty to take care of them yes unlike Bob
0: unlike Bob who is, is their actual father mm-hmm. clownery um so yeah and she just gets very exasperated like at one point she's yeah. trying to like write outside
1: yep. and they're
0: just being irritating mm-hmm. and she's like
1: stop
0: mm-hmm. but she's overall a, a very good person I would say in general right. Um, so then, Ruth's next plan is to change her name to Vespa Rose, mm-hmm. right? And she becomes this, like, orderly at a nursing home. And this is, like, the, the, literally the most boring part of the movie.
1: It like, the movie just, like, takes a turn.
0: Yeah, it's so it, weird. And then it
1: goes, it gets back on track after this part. It's just such a weird, like, it's side s- plot. It's
0: such a weird s- plot. And it's, like... It's, like, why... It spends, like, half an hour in this nursing home, right? And we're, like, okay. Like,
1: where is Meryl (laughs) Streep?
0: Literally. we're, like, that's what we came for. (laughs) So, TikTok, And so, Mary Fisher's mom is in this nursing home, right? Mm -hmm. And her whole thing is, like, she's trying to get her to leave this nursing home because Mary put her in there and, like, Mm -hmm. go back to her house and, like, Mm -hmm. irritate Mary. And it just seems like a lot of work for not a lot of payoff. (laughs) Because she, like, literally commits, like, Identity theft yes. and steals. Yes. Like, she becomes a different person. And then she there's a whole thing about her becoming, like, a coach of the old people's soccer yeah. team. And, like, <laughs> then she gets this friend, right, yeah. that's, like, that works there. And she convinces her to finally leave this orderly job and, like, start this new business with her. And it's, like, literally just so weird. And we don't care because Meryl's not involved at all. <laughs> anyway, so the mom is, like, dishing, right, about, Mm -hmm. like, Mary, Mm -hmm. and she's, like, she had a kid that she put up for adoption, she slept around in high school, all the stuff that could, like, expose her, but we're, like, okay, good for her, but, like, in the, in the movie, they're, like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, this is, like, crazy information, so, basically, like, the, the, the nursing home has a policy against wetting the bed, right, and so, like. Vespa yeah. Rose, aka Roseanne Barr, like makes her wet the bed and then she has to leave. Like it's is so stupid, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> okay, so then like what what business does Ruth start next?
1: So she starts like a um a career finding business. An
0: employment agency?
1: Yeah, that's what they <laughs> call But specifically for women. Yes. Mm hmm. So, um so yep. Yeah. And therefore, aimed towards like downridden woman. Like, yes. Not at the peak of their life. Right. Anymore. For right. sure.
0: To get back on track. Back on
1: track. Yeah. yeah. Just like Ruth.
0: Just like Ruth. Right. And just like the movie gets when this actually starts happening. Right. So she kind of uses this to plant spies throughout mm-hmm. the city in these different... So
1: she she's really doing the absolute most. Like no, She made this no. entire <laughs> career and she's business. She's like, you
0: know what? I hate my husband so much. I'm going to become... Successful Just to thwart him Like not even just to like Be like oh I'm gonna be successful Because he isn't She's successful just accidentally On the way to like plant spies It's yeah. <laughs> so, like And she gets like a complete makeover at this part yeah. Right Like she gets she, her mole removed mm-hmm. And she like starts wearing makeup yeah, And she, and has, she like, like has a wardrobe
1: pantsuit changer. Yeah she
0: wears like pantsuits now So It's whatever mm-hmm. Um But she's like a new person Vesperose. So she plans like a secretary in Bob's office, right? Mm-hmm. This young girl and she has an affair with him Surprise, surprise. because Bob is a
1: bad person. POS.
0: And he like breaks up with her because Ruth was like you should just tell him that you love him. Like like that's like what people should hear. And of mm-hmm. course that's like not what wants to hear because he sucks. Mm-hmm. And so then like she reveals after he breaks up with her that Bob has been like skimming money off of the top, right? Yep. He's basically, like, committing fraud because he'll transfer money from his client's account to his account. Mm -hmm. And um, so she, the secretary, and Ruth, like, hack in, right? And put a bunch of money into his personal account. Mm -hmm. like, And so, like, more than he would normally do, but it's still, like, what he's been doing. So it's, like, not whatever. And then they, like, immediately call the IRS. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, and then...
1: So then, should we talk about how Mary finds out that Bob had an affair?
0: Yeah, well, because Mary, like, wrote a book about her and Bob, right? right? she's like,
1: super passionate about She's
0: super passionate but about But also,
1: her. like, her life is starts to fall apart, because yeah. she's transforming into what Ruth was, you Literally, know? Literally,
0: yeah, because this guy, like, won't... Yeah, and... Basically, like, this book does not do well because it's, like, too real. Like, it's not fantastical enough. Right. And this is the moment where Bob calls it a complete and utter flop, <laughs> And then he calls her, like, not an artist. And she's really right. pissed at him, right? Right. And then, yeah, like, she finds out about the affair. Right,
1: because Ruth prints off pictures from a copy machine.
0: Like a Xerox, yeah. Yeah. Of um, what the secretary and Bob... We're doing. Put body parts on there mm-hmm. and then she passed those on. To Mary. To Mary. So, so she that's finds how Mary's out. Right now. So Mary's pissed. And then um she's like, okay, I'm taking my life back, right? right? We're cracking down on the kids, we're cracking down on Bob. I'm gonna cracking
1: down on my mom. Cracking
0: down on my mom, who cracking has been living with on me. My... Butler. <laughs> yes.
1: She has like a butler that's not really there for doing butler duties. <laughs>
0: Very true, but she still finds out at a party, a pool party that she's having, mm-hmm. right? Who shows up at the pool party? Who? The IRS. The IRS. The IRS.
1: Just shows up.
0: They show up and they arrest Bob during the middle of it, cause Bob was like having, remember he's having this like whole speech about like, I just want to say thank you to Mary, mm-hmm. like you've like changed my life, like I love you so much, and the IRS comes in and is like, um. Time for jail <laughs> and um. So well, then, like, well,
1: even then, like um, Ruth was I me, mean, not Ruth. Mary was like telling Bob to like act, act right, right.
0: No, yeah, and then she's even she's, like, like on his side line. after. Yeah, like, she still does like okay. You had an affair on me. You're obviously like fraudulent, taking mm-hmm. money from your clients and a bad person. But I'm still gonna stick by your side because she's a stand up woman. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but basically. Ruth is still scheming and so the lawyers like don't worry like we're gonna get you a really sympathetic judge that like doesn't Mm -hmm. care about white collar crime like he's like you know what my dad plays golf with his dad it's Mm -hmm. gonna be fine Mm -hmm. but then Ruth has one of her little spies in like the I'm assuming like a clerk for some judge Mm -hmm. basically change the assignment so a different judge now has to rule on Mm -hmm. Bob's case And he's like, no. And he goes to jail for 18 months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so this is like, so this is the moment, like, remember when they go to the lawyer's office, like, before he goes to jail, actually. But he's, like, talking about, like, he's like, the lawyer's like, well, you know, one of the best reasons we can say is because, well, it says you took money from Mary and you would never do that, you know? And he's like, yeah. And she's like, wait, he took money from me and then... Mm-hmm. he's like yeah and she's like Sk. and that's when she's like yep. no she's like nope nope, nope. the straw that broke Not the camel's right. back so he goes to jail like he genuinely mm-hmm. goes to jail and then do you want to talk a little bit like about what happens at the end kind of
1: yeah so Mary mm-hmm. kind of reinvents herself
0: mm-hmm.
1: she he stops becoming a romance writer right yep she ventures into a new um, genre of like she.
0: It's it like was a, an autobiography, like kind of. Yeah, yeah. But they
1: they called it something weird. Yeah,
0: it's like a like it was like fiction, but still a memoir. It or was. something I don't know.
1: But basically, she writes a memoir, and About, she's like, like, "How Bob took her money." She's like, stuff. "Oh." serious now?
0: Yeah, she wears like dark clothing and like Mm -hmm. glasses and she's like trying to be taken more seriously and the critics like take it more seriously.
1: Right. And I think her voice changes too. We can see it in her voice. And so
0: she like kind of resists this like, you know, feminine ideal that Mm -hmm. she had been kind of subscribing to before. Mm -hmm. And then the very end, Ruth shows up with the kids, right? Mm -hmm. And, like, there's some, which I think is stupid. Like, what do they keep these kids away from this guy? He's not a good person. But anyways, he's like, look, I made these cookies for you in jail. And they, like, visit him. And so it's, like, kind of a nice moment because she's, Mm -hmm. like, still trying, Ruth's still trying to be nice to to Bob. But in the end, to me, this movie was not about Ruth. This movie is about Mary.
1: Right. But, like, right at the end when Mary's having a book signing.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: Ruth shows up. Yes. And Mary doesn't necessarily because rec- they've like they've only met a couple times. Yeah, I was saying
0: they don't have any scenes together besides like the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: So she didn't really recognize her. Yeah. But she just a little bit. It was like? And then like, oh. what does Ruth say? Ruth says something to her.
0: Yeah, I don't know. And, like she flashes devil. <sighs> yeah, eyes at and then her, the, right? like
1: her eyes turn which red, which is
0: weird because she's not pissed at Mary no. and she's never been pissed at Mary. And that's what I liked about this movie is like. Yeah, she does like the whole like Mary's mom is thing. is, like weird, but mm-hmm. for the most part, she's just getting back at Bob, you mm-hmm. know.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah, I don't know. What did you think of this movie, like in general?
1: It was good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it was something different. I mean, mm-hmm. like it had it had its highs and its lows, mm-hmm. and I obviously cared a lot more about like Mary mm-hmm. than than Ruth, but you know, I I think it was good for what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Directed by a woman.
1: Right. So, so it's cool. definitely... Should we talk about the... Uh... How, how it really wasn't about, like, um Bob. Yeah. Right? So they were kind of pitting... Like, we said, like, the trailers... Yeah,
0: kind yeah. Kind of, like, pitted
1: them against each other. Yeah. Like, and, it like, was about even, them.
0: Like, even, like, the poster that you might see for this, like, it's like, oh, Meryl versus Roseanne. Mm-hmm. But the movie is, like, much more it's not mo- It's not about that like it's it's, it's not. definitely
1: the two of them versus bob i
0: think so i actually do think so and i think honestly like roseanne or ruth helps mary see how much of a liar bob is mm-hmm. like with the whole like cheating thing and everything mm-hmm. so yeah i i think it's honestly very interesting and it's also like interesting to see how like beauty and like power are represented mm-hmm. in this movie and how mm-hmm. like both of the women, it's kind of like a reversal because Ruth, over time, becomes, like, more feminine, right? Mm -hmm. And she becomes, like, more, she cares more about her appearance and all this stuff. And then, like, Mary is the exact opposite. And, like, in order to become, like, a legitimate author, she kind of has to, like, downplay all Mm -hmm. this stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it was interesting. Yeah, I think there's a lot you could honestly, like, look into about this movie. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. I I enjoyed it. I... I think it's it's fun, and I recommend that people check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, like, a, a good little time capsule of, like, where these two women were at at their careers. Obviously, like, it's just funny to think about because I feel like Meryl Streep and Roseanne Barr obviously would, like, never be in a movie together uh, today. <laughs>
1: and they, like, never talk.
0: No, they no, yeah. Do you know
1: Meryl Streep doesn't even talk to Diane Keaton? No way. No, because I was watching a Diane Keaton interview.
0: <laughs> As per you As
1: per you, <laughs> And... um. Maybe well, I don't know, maybe it was, like, Jimmy Kimmel, and he asked, like, oh, what do you think of Meryl Streep? And she's like, I love her. She doesn't, like, keep in touch with me at all, <laughs> but I love her. We've been in two movies together. Yeah. It's kind of fake of Meryl.
0: Yeah, I agree. It is kind of fake of her, but at the same time, here's what I think. I don't think Meryl talks to anyone in Hollywood. Don't you think? I don't know. I think she's, like, super, super, like, normal, and mm-hmm. she just has, like, her own friends. Right. In, like, I don't know, Martha's Vineyard, where she just talks about, like, stuff over wine like i don't think she i think she considers herself much more of like an artist than a movie star so she's like i'll talk to my agent and no one else actually you know i bet she's friends with christine baranski Yes, I yes, bet they are. I actually, bet they are. Have you heard about the new Christine bransky movie coming out?
1: Yeah, who who else was in that?
0: Dolly Parton. Dolly, yeah, she's <laughs> just like standing there. <laughs> yeah. It's a Christmas movie, and it's like Dolly's something something. Like it's all like Dolly Parton songs, and it's about like Christine bransky and she's like kind of like a Grinch character, like she doesn't like Christmas, but then like the rest of the town does or something. <laughs> anyway, we will be supporting will be Christine. Supporting. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think we can move into our segments. Yeah. Right, yep. All right, so it comes that time every episode where we have to rank all of the movies we've seen for the podcast, right? Yep. Um, so let's hear it.
1: All right, for me, and number eight, mm-hmm. Still of AI.
0: Clowns.
1: Number seven, mm-hmm. The Iron Lady.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Number six, Rendition. Number five, New Entry.
0: New Entry. She-Devil. She-Devil.
1: Number four, Marvin's Room. Number three, Heartburn. Number two, Postcards from the Edge. And number one, Into the Woods.
0: Great. And why uh, did you put She-Devil? Where it is?
1: Um. I don't think... I don't think it was better than Marvin's Room. Mm-hmm. Just because, I don't know, Marvin's Room made me feel something. <laughs> um, but it had a lot more iconic mirror moments than rendition. Yeah. yeah. So that's why I put it where it is.
0: I agree. The, the, it is quite iconic. Mm-hmm. You, ha- you can't lie. It's kind of like Postcards from the Edge where it's just like every scene I'm like, this is an iconic mirror moment.
1: Right. And that no one knows about. You know, I bet no one knows about those iconic mirror moments. It's so
0: true. It's so true um so mine is very similar uh number eight ai number seven iron lady number six rendition number five she devil number four marvin's room number three heartburn number two into the woods and number one postcards from the edge and i completely agree i also think like the highs were high but the lows were low right. in this movie and there was a lot of stuff i just like didn't care about mm-hmm. you know and if it had just been about meryl i think i would have put it higher but still like her comedic timing in this movie her physic, her physical comedy mm-hmm. in this movie is like definitely something to be seen and something totally different than than i mean we had seen her be funny in like postcards from the edge especially mm-hmm. heartburn mm-hmm. but um This is, like, a different type, I think, of role for her. So I really, really enjoyed it being something different. Okay. And then we have to do our outfit choices. Okay. So obviously this was genuinely the hardest decision costume-wise that we have ever had to make, right? Mm -hmm. Because the sheer quantity of iconic outfits was wild. Um, But I decided to choose one... And I think just really exemplifies the best of her fits. And this is the one where she is actually trying to write outside. We talked about it earlier, um, where the kids are being really annoying. But she's writing outside, and she has her pink laptop computer. And she has her little mixed drink and this beautiful wide-brim pink hat, these pink sunglasses, and then a pink scarf over her head. Um, and she has this kind of, you know, white tank top with this flowy jacket, white flowy pants and pearls. And she just looks so effortless and stylish. And this is just like what I want to look like when I'm like writing my papers. I think she just looks so stunning. And it's just this, the drama of it. Uh, it's just remarkable to me. So, yeah, Oscar, what was yours?
1: Um, so my favorite was when they're going to talk to the lawyer. Yeah. She has this stunning polka dot outfit on. Yeah, I would say the,
0: the theme is polka dots.
1: The theme is polka dots. Yeah. Just general. There's two patterns of polka dots. Yes. Correct. Um, <laughs> the beret.
0: A stunning beret.
1: Stunning beret. I've never seen a beret moment like it.
0: No. Emily in Paris. Bye. <laughs> that mm-hmm. reference is going to be outdated by the time this episode goes out by the way.
1: Um. Yeah, and then she has lots of ruffles.
0: Lots of ruffles.
1: And another polka dot ruffles. Polka dot. Lots of polka dots. Another scarf on this one.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And um, a trench coat. Mm-hmm. And pearlier And she really likes her pearls in this. Yes. And then she has pink and white and black. Yes. Which could be symbolizing...
0: Right. ...her
1: transformation.
0: Yes, from this pink, pink, pink to, you know, a more understated, serious kind mm-hmm. of person.
1: Right. I mean... Still not a super serious outfit, but the colors could be represented. Yes,
0: yes, exactly, exactly. So I think it's actually really, you know, symbolizing a lot. The costumes Mm -hmm. are doing a lot in this movie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great, Oscar. All right. And then, Oscar, we have to talk about this week in
1: Meryl.
0: More like a month, but, anyways. So, actually, a lot has been happening, right? Like, we've been kind of overwhelmed by the amount of Meryl news, um, and I hope that you guys have been as well. Um, But before we get to the good news, I think we need to address the bad news.
1: She did not win an (sighs) Emmy.
0: Meryl Streep lost to Julia Garner, um, who... During the um, corrupted audio file of the first time that we recorded this episode Oscar got kind of upset because I spent what 10 minutes talking about yeah. how much I hated Julia Garner and how much I I didn't want her to win um, etc and it was Julia Garner did win and um I can include a little um audio piece if if I figure out how to bleep some of it out um, and you can maybe listen to that now and this is my reaction to um, tomorrow losing the Emmys Okay, Oscar, this is Meryl. Fiona Shaw, killing Eve. Julia Garner. Well, f*** her. Yeah, Julia Garner I'm gonna be so pissed succession. if Julia Garner wins. Yes. I'll be fine with either of those two, Abby. And, and like, wait, hold on. Meryl's not there <laughs> Um, And so, we need to point out that she was not, in fact, there.
1: She, was not, she did not show up.
0: Even though it was virtual. So
1: she could have just, like, turned on her camera.
0: <laughs> she literally could have turned, turned on, her, on her iPad and been, and like...
1: Logged into her iPad smile. <laughs> <and> just <smiled.
0: laughs> But she could not be bothered. Yeah. They did have a stunning picture of her up in her yeah. place. Mm-hmm. But it was actually so funny because Nicole was there, right? And that was the yeah, same so. category. But
1: Laura Dern was not.
0: Laura Dern was not, so I can't... No, maybe... No, because Nicole would have been lead. So, yeah. no, it was just her and Laura. No, you're right. Laura was not there either. And if they're, you know, they're probably hanging out together. Like, huh, the <laughs> Emmys, now. How do you
1: have one of those?
0: <laughs> so true, so true. Um, But the good news is, so there has been a lot of developments on the wow. adaptation of The Prom. Mm-hmm. um, That's coming out this December. I can get the exact date for you in a sec. Um, but the, the poster came out and we actually need to discuss the poster, um, because it's
1: significant.
0: It's, um, it's significant. (laughs) Um, so it does look great. I'll, I'll be honest. Like, I think it, it looks amazing. Um. And it comes out December 11th, mm-hmm. so we will be watching, and it might be the first um, new Meryl movie since we started this podcast. Mm-hmm. That'll be really, really exciting. Um, so th- at the very top is The Prom, and, and and right next to The Prom, or right below it, is Meryl Streep. So first she's top-built. Mm-hmm. She's top-built, and that's super, super important, and obviously, like, just really significant, and also, like, of course, right? You know or what I mean? Course. If you have Meryl Streep, you're going to put her at the top. Of course. But then Except we need for to- Into the Woods,
1: Right. No, maybe she was. No, she was was with Johnny Depp.
0: Yeah, well, stinky. But she was on the poster, so that's all that mattered. Um, And then, um, and then we need what we what we really need to talk about is um, who's second build.
1: You take a guess right now. Take, take a, a guess. Take
0: a guess. Take a guess. Take a guess. At home
1: listeners, take at a home guess listeners, I want to tell you
0: who's and, and I want to tell you who's actually you know in this did, movie. Did you say? I want to tell you who's else, who else is in this movie. Nicole Kidman, Kerry Washington, Andrew Rennells, Keegan Michael Key, James Corden. James, James Corden's also there. Um, so take a guess. Take a guess. Who, who say, belongs? Who belongs right below Meryl Streep?
1: Did you say Nicole Kidman?
0: I think I would have said Nicole yeah. Kidman because she's Nicole. Kidman.
1: Right.
0: Or I could have said, you know what, maybe... She has an
1: Oscar. James Corden does not.
0: And maybe maybe Kerry Washington. Yeah. Because she was just in that new show with Reese. Yeah. And she's... I mean, she's a stunning actress. And everyone knows this. And she's won so many Emmys. And mm-hmm. she's she's doing great. So maybe Kerry Washington is yeah. up there.
1: No. no. You would have thought no. wrong.
0: No. No. Because the publicists of the prom are actually attacking us. They're attacking my civil rights when they put James Corden, second build, in the prom. Above Nicole Kidman. A- above Nicole Kidman. Here's the list. Here's the list. Meryl Streep, James Corden, Nicole Kidman, Keegan-Michael Key, Andrew Ronells, Ariana DeBose, who's going to be playing, um, uh, what's the name in know. the West Side Story? Anita. She's right, going to be right, Anita right. in the new West Side Story. Um, so she- good for her. And then with Kerry Washington, which the with is always width good, was is, is significant? So I'm I'm not upset about Kerry Washington being there, and introducing Joe Ellen Pellman, who's playing like the young girl who mm-hmm. who um can't take her girlfriend to prom. So I guess my thing is it is absolutely um, misogynistic to put James Corden above Nicole Kidman, and actually I think it's misogynistic um, to put James Corden in movies. <laughs> He didn't need to be in Ocean's 8. He didn't need to be in Cats. He didn't need to be in into, into the Woods. And what sucks is that this is going to have to be the second movie that we've watched that we're going to have to discuss James Corden's performance on the exactly. podcast. And that's actually what makes me most upset at all. That I have to be devoting any brain space to James Corden. I bet
1: Nicole and Mary will just like, talk about James Corden behind his back. Oh, they're going like, to be like, is this guy? why, why is does he, he deserve here? to share why the screen he with us? Exactly.
0: <sighs> Anyways. So with him. Literally so irritated with him.
1: But meryl was like I have to be in another movie with this guy.
0: <laughs> He's like, "Honey, not you again." Okay, but we do need to talk about um some pictures that have come out. And unfortunately, most of them do feature James Corden. Um but they also feature meryl looking absolutely stunning. Mm-hmm. So the first one, and again, this isn't a video podcast. Um Has four of the um, kind of Broadway stars that are coming um, in a room. It looks like maybe a lobby of some sort. James Corden's there. That's all we need to know. Um, Nicole, can we talk about Nicole? Oscar, you can talk about Nicole.
1: So stunning. She has her hand rested upon (laughs) her blossom. Her (laughs) blossom? I said bosom.
0: It's bosom, by the way. It's not bosom. (laughs) Okay, so Nicole is resting her hand on her bosom, on her sternum, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Um,
1: She has a kind of a feathered look at the bottom of her dress. Yeah, it's
0: like a long sweater dress with Mm -hmm. a lot of feathers on the bottom.
1: Hi. Boots. You legs boots? Yes, yes. Some leggings under it. It looks like it
0: looks like
1: it. And this stunning hat. Looks looks stunning hat. Straight it. from two thousand eight. <laughs> 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 it's
0: like a page. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty sure
1: <laughs> Anne Hathaway wore the same one in The Devil Wears Prada at one point. Um, <laughs> I think she
0: did too.
1: So good nod towards that.
0: Good nod towards that.
1: Um. Then Meryl's standing right next to her. Right, I'm
0: standing right her. And on the other side of Meryl, actually. Wrapping his hand around her shoulder is Keegan Michael Key, and he looks nice and normal. Right, he's just wearing a sweater with a shirt underneath mm-hmm. it. Um, and Meryl. Oh wow. Wow, it's it's a monotone, mm-hmm. or right, like a, mm-hmm. a monotone fit, mm-hmm. all red, all red, all red, looking stunning. She's wearing red lipstick. Is her hair red? I can't tell. Can you? We're
1: colorblind, <laughs> but, but it's, it looks pretty red to us. It looks
0: it looks auburn to me, so mm-hmm. I would say it's either auburn or just brown. Um, and it's she, oh, she's just wearing a. A stunning blouse, like a light kind mm-hmm. of red color, maybe a pinkish. ish that uh, has a very big bow at the top. And then she's wearing a blazer over that that looks like it has a red pattern of yeah. some sort. And then red, uh, you know, pants, mm-hmm. just slacks. And
1: a red uh, and a stunning, clutch. And
0: a stunning red clutch. And she's just, um, her face kind of says, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. it's me that's me she's
0: pleased and she's just you know she's ready to 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 do her thing (laughs) okay so now we this is actually the most iconic photo and this is a photo of meryl um and she's also in her monotone fit and this one's black and she's on what seems like a dance floor of a prom Mm -hmm. right right and behind her are james um and andrew brunelles is also behind her and he's giving a really stunning oh it's meryl look he's actually um threatened by her talent in this picture and she is kind of doing like a salsa esque pose yeah. with um, a red.
1: <laughs> you really have to see this. Silk.
0: Though. This one you have to, to actually feel that see. Energy that it
1: <laughs>
0: Exudes conveys. this red silk kind of scarf. Yeah. And she's throwing it up in the air while she has the other hand on her hip and she has her chin up towards the sky yes. in pride. And her fit is a black blouse with ruffles. With ruffles, She yep. loves ruffles and um, with a, a belt sort of. Uh, Like a shimmery belt. Mm-hmm. Again, black slacks and some stunning black heeled booties. And her face is just saying, make way. Meryl's coming through.
1: Mm-hmm. Absolutely.
0: Okay. And her name is Dee Dee, I will say. In this movie, her name is Dee Dee. Um, and she's a Tony Award winning actress. So we can say, you know. Right. We can say that form matches content. This is matching real life. Right. Because she's um, a stunning actress, and she's won lots of awards. Right. Um. So then, well, you know, there's some other pictures going on, and then there's one where it looks like a lot of the Broadway stars are kind of chatting at um, mm-hmm. some sort of restaurant,
1: mm-hmm. having a fun time, having
0: a fun time. So James. Night Co-
1: out on the town. So James Corden's
0: there. James um, there.
1: Anyways,
0: and um, Nicole
1: Kidman's standing right next to him, and she's on h- on her, her on her left. All right.
0: Yes. And she's Again. wearing a really stunning, really stunning fit. It's green mm-hmm. and shimmery, and it's kind of a low-cut dress, right? right. And then Andrew Rinell is right next to her, and then next to him is Meryl. And uh, stunning look. We can't see a lot of her fit because she's kind of turned away right. from the camera. Um, But she's wearing dangly, shimmery earrings mm-hmm. and this long, kind of old lady-esque, what right. I would say old ladies wear to weddings. Is this, would you track? Yep. Yeah, I mean, you've worked at weddings before, right. so you've seen this. And it's kind of like a shimmery blue, long-sleeved, long, sleeve, long, po- like long flowy sleeved mm-hmm. uh, either dress or blouse. We don't really see the bottom of it. So that looks quite stunning. And she, actually, we do see the full fit in the next one. And that's where her and James Corden... Are like dancing on top of a table or sitting on top of a table. Yeah. And so the fit is it's kind of a low-cut fit yeah. with um this long necklace coming down and it has it's a a all blue shimmery, like all blue sequins, mm-hmm. right? With a, these long kind of bell bottom blue pants and then a blue shimmery sequined uh kind of wrap. Mm-hmm. Over the blue shimmery sequin blouse.
1: So she really likes her monochrome outfits in this. She
0: no, for sure, and and the glamour and the glitz is, it's honestly just so stunning, and I uh, I cannot wait to see her, I just can't wait. Um, we're not gonna talk about um the interview that she did with a lot of other cast members for this. We can talk about that on the next podcast mm-hmm. because there'll be a lot to, to deconstruct there. But personally, I'm so excited for this. So excited. I mean, there's some people that I like besides her. Like, Andrew Rinell's I like a mm-hmm. lot. Nicole Kidman. Carrie mm-hmm. Washington, who actually we haven't seen on any. She's um... actually on that one. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Is she? Sorry. That's not.
1: That's not Carrie Washington. Oh, wait.
0: Maybe it is. Hold on. Let. Enhance. Enhance. Okay, yeah, it is. She just looks so young. I thought she was like a kid at the oh, prom. Yeah. She just looks so good. Yeah, she's looking at um, Meryl yeah, with kind of a she's... look of disgust.
1: I don't know how she could do that. That has to do be really, really good acting. You know,
0: I think it's like jealousy more, like a mm-hmm. look of jealousy. Um, so anyways, yeah, I'm genuinely so excited to just see what Meryl brings to the table here. Um, I just zoomed in a lot, so my entire screen is just Meryl. And I think I'll make this my screen tamer, as long as I can cut nasty James Corden out of it. There we go! And then, I think the last thing we need to do, Oscar let talk about what movie we're going to be watching for the next episode. Of course. And we are popping in. Oscar, correct? mm mm-hmm. um, We love to pop. Um, a few months after we recorded this episode and more than a few months after we first watched this movie. <laughs> so we kind of flopped on this one, mm-hmm. huh? Yeah. We're kind of in our flop era. Um And so we're really sorry to our devoted fans Mm -hmm. out there. Mm -hmm. We have not been regular, but this semester, I think we can both agree Oscar has been kicking our butts. Yes. So that's why we haven't been posting. But we're really going to get back into it now that um, I'm done with my semester and Oscar's winding down on his Mm -hmm. and finishing up his college apps, Mm -hmm. all that stuff. So, really exciting news. Mm-hmm. And also, we have some exciting news on multiple fronts, Meryl-wise, right? Mm-hmm. And it's almost overwhelming how much we have. It's like a drought, and then all of a sudden, it is pouring rain. It's a
1: hurricane.
0: Standing in the eye of a hurricane. It's Hurricane Merrill. Here comes the sun, Who comes hurricane the rain. Hurricane Streep. Hurricane Mary hurricane.
1: Louise.
0: Here comes the sun. Here comes the rain. Wrap it up, Bridget. Okay, so basically, we just came in, you know, popped in to say that um we will be doing our next episode actually on The Prom. Mm-hmm.
1: What? A new Mera movie?
0: And not not just a movie. A new Mera movie musical? Right. Oh, we must be doing something right.
1: It's been what? Six years.
0: Yeah, since, since it's into the, the woods. No, that's not me, too. Right. Stupid. Anyways, it's been like well, two years. It's been like two years, which is still a long time. For sure. Um, anyways, so we will be doing our next episode on the prom and we're gonna hopefully get that one out as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. Hold us to our word, folks. Um so we're gonna get that one done right away. And we also know, don't worry, we're not forgetting that Meryl also has a movie. Let them all talk. Coming out on HBO Max, December tenth, the day before the prom comes out. So on So
1: back to back. You know how significant and big, and how much stress we're feeling about all of this, Imagine and our- all the weight of Meryl falling onto our shoulders.
0: Yeah, it's really true. It's everyone. I've been getting nonstop calls, nonstop mm-hmm. texts. Please, please, Meryl
1: herself. I'm. She's about to call. She's like, you have to she's cover like, them. She's
0: like, you guys, you've been dormant.
1: Mm-hmm. You, you're
0: not doing me justice, and I said absolutely, Queen. We are not doing you justice. So I just want to tell everyone who's been calling me and texting me, we will be doing mm-hmm. an episode on the prom. Yes. We know that's what everyone wants first. Yes. Then we will be doing an and episode both, on Let Them All Talk.
1: Both are supposed to be really good,
0: and both are getting <laughs> really good reviews. As
1: of as of this recording, Let Them All Talk has a hundred percent on tomatoes. Yes. Which would which would if if it was like that. It'd be your first, 100%. I'm pretty sure. I haven't done the research, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure.
0: Um, and Let Them All Talk is looking great. And the prom is looking pretty good, like 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Um, We've heard some bad, negative um, talk about James Corden. And all I have to say about that is we told you so. You Did heard we- it you here, heard first. here first.
1: Into the woods. We literally warned you guys.
0: We trashed him. And all of the news that we've been updating you guys on about the prom, we said, guys, not good. The poster billing, not good. Him in these trailers, him in these pictures, not good. So this is what we have to say. We will not be devoting any mental energy to David James Gordon. There are so many other things. He's not worth
1: it. He's there not worth it. There
0: are so the many time. other things that we are gonna focus on. Mm-hmm. Mostly by the names of Nicole Kidman and Meryl Streep. But um we are I'm for and one Kerry and Kerry Washington and Joel and Pellman and mm-hmm. the music and Andrew Burnell and all that stuff. But um
1: But not James Gordon. But
0: not James Corden. Kiki Michael Key will allow it. James Gordon? Uh, nope. Um, So, guys, stay tuned for that one. We will get it out as soon as possible. Um, and we're just really excited to talk about it. Yes. So, that one's coming up next. Look for that around December 11th. Mm-hmm. And then we'll start working on the Let Them All Talk episode. So, yes, we have two more movies for you guys to watch.
1: Brand and new. Brand
0: new movies. First
1: time ever on this podcast. I
0: think almost everyone has Netflix, and I know not everyone has HBO Max, but if you have HBO, you probably have HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Or just get a free trial, right? Yeah, it's worth it. It's really good. Uh, Let Them All Talk and also by HBO- Steven Soderbergh, so he did Ocean's Trilogy, those movies. Uh-huh. Um, And then it's also featuring people like Lucas Hedges, Gemma Chan. Mm-hmm. Candace... um candace bergen virgin mm-hmm. i don't really know her name from book, club. Book
1: from book club um
0: and it's getting really good reviews mm-hmm. and it looks so fun
1: yeah and also hbo max has a lot of other Miro movies i think it has out of africa it had a prairie home companion for a while does it have bridges and madison County? it has
0: I'm,
1: i don't know it had that too so this is an ad
0: for hbo max and we just want to say thank you so much hbo max for sponsoring us thank okay. you so so much um hbmx if you don't want to sponsor us uh hand us up um and i think we've talked way more than enough than we need to oscar to tell you that all you guys need to do for the, our next episode is watch the prom on netflix and trust me you should already be doing that mm-hmm. all right guys we will see you next time i am so excited have a great week, because that's all it's going to be before our next episode, not months. <laughs> that'd be silly. Uh,
1: that'd be real clownish behavior. <laughs> that'd be behavior.
0: real clownish behavior, and we're not doing that again. Mm-mm. Nope. Okay, everyone, talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Take your filthy hands off her, Dorothea. <laughs> You're fired. Get the hell out of my hands. Hi.
1: Right. Hate you. You go upstairs, young lady, and take off my dress. You're
0: not my mother. I said, move. It's for you, young man. Mother, go sit down. Go upstairs.
1: Go stay there. You're grounded. What is going on here? Bob! Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. I'm taking back control
0: of my life, Bob. As long as you all are under my roof, things are going to be done my way, starting now.